Welcome to Navigating Real Estate, where we discuss the skills, strategies, and success mindset you need to become a top producing real estate broker. I'm your host, Ryan Bucola. A new analysis by LendingTree found that single women who live by themselves are more likely to own a home than single men in 48 out of 50 states. The analysis has generated quite the buzz, being written about in both the Washington Post and Forbes. It may be a surprising statistic considering the financial hurdles women have historically faced. For example, women earn 83 cents for every dollar a man makes. So what's driving this trend and should we be surprised? Here to chat with us today is Kristen Marshall. Kristen's experience with Central Oregon Real Estate allows her to understand a home's unique presence and character. Her creative, enthusiastic, and caring nature is perfect for matching each client's desire to the home that's just right for them. Kristen is part of the number one top producing team at Remax Key Properties, Nest Bend. The team was also recognized this year as the number four top Remax team in the state of Oregon. Congratulations. Living on Ben's west side, Kristen is well-connected and actively involved in the community. Her passion for the area and helping clients achieve their own dreams is her constant motivation. Whether it be navigating the way for first-time buyers, trying to score that perfect distressed property, finding a vacation retreat, or providing help in the luxury market, she knows and has experienced it all. Kristen recently wrote a column for The Source Weekly entitled, Calling All My Single Ladies. Home ownership is within your grasp. We are excited to have you here and to chat about this topic. Kristen, welcome. Thank you, Ryan. I'm excited to be here. How can you not just want to sing that title to that article? It's pretty catchy. It's pretty catchy. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, by the way, all the single ladies should read your article. We'll drop the link in the show description. It's a fantastic read. What first made you interested in this topic? Well, are you familiar with the show Sex in the City? I am. You know, Miranda. I do. Super successful attorney, um, single. Well, not in all of the episodes, but in <laughs> one episode in particular, it was written in 1999. She was purchasing a home as a single woman. And while she was this super independent person and could definitely afford the home that she's purchasing, she was shamed throughout the entire episode. And everyone gave her a hard time for that. It's been portrayed in pop culture to be this rare occurrence when, in fact, single women have been outpacing single men in homeownership since the 1980s. I think it's fabulous. It is fabulous. Yeah. I, I never thought, though, that it's been since 1980. Yeah, it's fantastic. It is fantastic. And there was a study done recently from the National Associ Association of Realtors that showed single women are the second largest group of homebuyers, making up 18% of all homebuyers in 2021. I think it was 17% for 2022. Just like roughly over $3 million in terms of more homes purchased than men, but still in the lead. Single men, I should say, not men. Right. Um, but what really got me interested was the story behind the movement for each demographic. So studies show that the women, single women under 30, they're now making the same as single men under 30 in most of the U.S., but they're a lot more fierce and driven and taking risks more than the single men. 
And so they're buying homes at a lot younger age and wanting to um, increase their portfolio. That's great. That's fantastic. It's, um, it's so cool to hear the numbers and the breakdown and to really get a sense of what that looks like from, you know, from a demographic standpoint. And it really hits home the fact that, you know, women are on the move. They are. And they are on the move. It's fantastic. They're taking more risks in terms of buying and investing. Yeah. And then when you look at the older demographic, um, the U.S. Census Bureau came out and women are twice more likely to be widowed. So you've got that older demographic, though, who are smart sizing, moving closer to medical facilities, moving closer to families. So it's interesting looking at each age group and how it all contributes to single women being on top. So how do you tailor your approach to working with single women compared to other clients? Well, you may be surprised, Ryan, but you shouldn't be with how prepared these single women are when they first approach us to assist them in a real estate purchase. They're on top of it. They have their finances in order. They bring so much to the table. They know what they want and where they want to be. Most of the time, they already have a lender and they're just ready to go. Of course, everyone's different. So we still sit down with them and talk about, for instance, like the four quadrants of Bend and all the different neighborhoods in Redmond or Tumalo, make sure that they're connected with a local lender or broker if they're not. That's a huge piece to really understand not really what you're pre-approved for, but what monthly payment you're comfortable with, because it has to be a financial, a smart financial decision at right. the end. It's not that just because you can means you should. No. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. That's fabulous. What are some of the common questions or concerns that single women have when considering buying a home in Bend or Central Oregon and and how do you address them? So hands down, resale and home inspections. Um, With resale, it's really charting their future. Perhaps our client is young and maybe looking for their starter home, um, maybe a townhome, or maybe it's a newly divorced mom who really needs a home in that specific school district now, but later on she might want to move closer to her work or maybe closer to family. So it isn't solely about the house and what it provides right now. It's more a stepping stone in regards to future homes and investments. And then home inspections, I'm sure you can agree, is like one of the most yes important things. The most basic. Yes. It's like sometimes when some people skip that, I'm always just... Yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah, you just it's, never know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to get. I'm sure you have some really interesting stories. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, that is, home a whole, that is a whole nother podcast. Rough home inspections. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in my opinion, again, it's one of the most important things that you can pay for during escrow. There, you know, if if you have that single income, you should, even if you have a partner, always look at the age of the roof and the big systems, the major systems, HVAC, water heater and all that. But with that single income, it's super important. If that roof needs to be replaced in one to two years, is that something that you can afford and and plan for? Um, We sit down with every client and look through every single line on those inspection reports, even the 96 pagers, and make sure that they really understand the condition of each item. That's great. I just love the summary page. The, the summary <laughs> page is my I'm just kidding. The summary pages kidding. are great, but yeah. 96 items. I, I like it. I just, you're, you're so right though. There's, there's um, with s- whether it's uh, a, anything single income, there's just less contingency 
for yeah. mistakes, right? And also like the home inspection report is such a great tool to keep for that first one or two years of homeownership because it's a great punch list of yeah. little things that you can take care of. Right. How do you support single women who may be navigating the home buying process on their own without a partner, co-buyer, et cetera? Well, purchasing a home, of course, is one of the biggest financial decisions people make in their lifetime. Uh, for the single home buyer, it's really about reinforcing that homeownership for them is obtainable without that partner. They can achieve it. And we're here as a sounding board, you know, whether it's to look at different finishes, help them pick out tile, you know, have a glass of wine on that porch that they want to visit a few times before making an offer to really make sure the view is what they want. Mm -hmm. It's just being that sounding board and support. Um, of course, also, and with every client, we want to make sure that they really understand the contracts and what escrow even means, you know, whether it's the time frames, the inspection period, earnest money, maybe connect them with an escrow officer to talk about property taxes and escrow fees. Just really make sure that they have all of the knowledge um, and the confidence to make an offer once that right property comes along. I think that's really, you, you, that's an important topic, having the confidence, right? Yeah. Having the the trust in in your team and your to to get up to speed to understand if they haven't made a transaction before, maybe they've done one uh, or two, and just to really understand what everything is and, and what everything is. Yeah. To be truly informed about uh, uh, what the process looks like. I, I can imagine when when you're in, in partnership or a team you can rely on somebody else to maybe understand something that maybe that I don't understand as, as a purchaser. And when you're by yourself, you really have to have all of those T's crossed and those I's dotted and really have a, have a really strong awareness of what's how this process goes. Yeah. And, and I think it's smart, you know, ask all the questions and I think so many people have property tax questions, but don't even want to ask. So it's, you know, call the escrow officer or let's get them in contact with anyone that they need to. Because a lot of people too think that they have so much time. Oh, you know, once they find the right house, you know, they can think about it for a few days or do all their work then. But really, even in our market now, some of these homes are flying off the shelves. And so you really need to be prepared. Yeah, it's go time to when, go. when you find the right one. Yeah, yeah, when it's the right one. The property tax question is is always an interesting one. It's, you know, this big convoluted, uh, you know, carry the three, divide the one, you know, and people are like, you know, it's such a hard thing to figure out what it what it it's going to be, especially in new construction where they haven't assigned a value, you know, and it's kind of the, it's kind of the, the question in the sky about what's that actually going to be. And that's a, that can be a big contingency yeah, from a financial standpoint, you know, it can be. And HOAs too. I mean, if you have that single income, mm. you know, you're responsible for that added on top of your mortgage every month. Right. So you really need to think about all those different things. Do you have any advice or tips for single women who are looking to buy and bend for the very first time? I really think it's important to think about your lifestyle and the conveniences that you need or desire. Is walkability important to you? Is a view important? Um, is location close to school and sports activities? Do you need to live close to work? Do you need um, a home office? Think of how your home can complement and enhance your lifestyle, how it can make it better. I think it's super important not to just visit the home that you are interested in once, 
I think you should go back a few times, not necessarily inside the home, but at least the street in the neighborhood. Drive through it in the morning. Drive through it at night once all the neighbors are home. Um, it could look totally different. There might be many more cars, uh, many more people out there. Is it dark at night? So I think it's important to go back. Such a good point. Times. You know, I think as brokers, we go show a house, like when we can set up, you know, we set up a two o'clock showing, right? And we go yeah. walk through it and it's like nobody's around. And then, you know, and then, you know, it's so important to get a, a 360 degree view of that property and traffic patterns, sunlight patterns. Oh, traffic patterns are huge. I yeah. showed a house just this past week and we made sure to go back twice and especially once at rush hour because it was on a busy street mm -hmm. just to really see if it was still, you know, quiet busy, or right, busy. Yeah. Right. It's huge. And if you show a house at two or one, everyone's at work or school or right. most people. So it might not be that quiet all the time. Yeah. The light pollution is a really interesting one. I did one where it was like, we, they closed and they went there at night and there was like huge lights, you know, adjoining, you know, oh, next really? door. And it was like the phone rang and I was like, what, you know, come look at, it was really like, like the big security lights. Or? Yeah. It was, you know, just big lights, like lots of light pollution. Anyways, anyways, that's, um, I think you should go back a few times just to make sure. I think that's such sage advice for whether you're single, just any buyer in general, any buyer. And honestly do it during escrow. Like it doesn't have to be before you offer. Like if you really like it, it could be yeah. part of your due diligence. Right. Right. Don't wait. Yeah. But Incredible. definitely do it. Have you seen any any notable success stories of single women buying homes in Bend recently? If so, what are there? What tell me about the experience that made it successful? Well, Ryan, we assist many single women in real estate. Um, the one most recent, she was out of state and she wanted to make the move to Oregon. But she was a bit concerned about finances, so she actually bought a short-term rental first in the heart of town. And then once that cash flow started coming in, then we found her her primary residence. Um, that was a really exciting one because she was first thinking about money and security and then making the plunge for herself. Um, we also helped recently another single woman purchase a home on the southwest side of Bend. And for her, it was important to have space and extra bedrooms in case her family grew in the future. So that's really found great. like half an acre and some room to grow. I love that story about buying a short-term rental. Yeah, she did. It was exciting. You know, we often hear about people who live out of the area and they want to buy something here to get their foot in the door in the market. Right. Which is always a funny thing. If you ask me, it's like, okay, I want to buy a rental house that I'm probably never going to live in, but because I want to live here so bad, but I can't yet, I want to own mm -hmm. something here. Right. Yeah. And, but to hear that, that she, um, executed on that is really fantastic. Well, and it also allowed her though, to visit more frequently. Right. And then really get to know the town and really see where she personally wanted to land. And build a portfolio. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a really, really awesome, really awesome thing. Looking ahead. How do you think the trend of single women buying homes will continue to evolve and bend and beyond? Well, Ryan, first of all, it's not a trend. Single women have been outpacing single men in homeownership since the 80s, and I see no reason for that not to continue. 
Women are making more money now. They're more financially savvy and in control of their own future. Not to say that men are not needed nor desired, but the single ladies have it going on. They do have it going on. I love it. I feel like I got baited on this question because my <laughs> script says trend, and then I got told that it's not a trend. But I no, did I, not make the question. I agree with you 100%. I think this is fantastic. Uh, um, and I, I think, you know, as as brokers, we look into the segments of the market where we can find a niche. And, um, you know, whether it's uh, commercial or development or um, if you have specialized in Spanish-speaking clients. And um, I think that this is a really fantastic opportunity to serve the community. And, um, you know, I'm of the, I'm of the thought process that the women that are buying these houses, you know, more, more and more and more women don't need men. You know, they just don't need us. We're just not that great. <laughs> We're just not that great. And so, um, when I saw that you wrote this article, I was super excited about it. I, I thought, wow, like, wow. Like most people are talking about, being landlords and interest rates, interest rates. Yeah. And like, this is just really, it's, it's a category that is deserving of more recognition is deserving of more exposure and really is, I think is going to be a forceful continue, continue to be a forceful category in the marketplace. You know, we talk about Gen Z and Gen Y and Gen X, all, all these, you know, up and comers and boomers, timing out, but I, you know, this is really a fantastic, um, space in the marketplace. It's been fun and it's empowering and it's interesting because the single ladies have quietly been leading the single men. You would have never known. Yeah. I think it's great. I think it's great. Kristen, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for it's having been me. been a fantastic conversation. Thank you for joining us on navigating real estate. Listen, follow, drop us a review. Your feedback means a lot, and if you like what you're hearing, make sure to share it.